Time for French Connections, our weekly look at the intricacies of life here in France. Joining me in the studio is France 24's uh, Solange Mouchin. Solange, you're talking to us about champagne this week. Yeah, to celebrate my replacing Flo during her leave, I thought, what better a theme than champagne? Now, what exactly is this prestigious wine? Well, it is a hand-picked mixture of three cépage, or grape varieties, and it's generally Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, and Meunier. And the grapes this year at the Vendanges or the harvests, well, they're looking like they're pretty good ones. Cette année, c'est exceptionnel. Elles sont bien charnues, bien en chair et assez épaisses. It's in the 1600s with Benedictine monks that the wines in the Champagne region became the fizzy drink that we know it, of it today. Now, quickly, in the years that followed, it actually became a favorite then of the royalty and of the elite. Now, uh, Solange, today Champagne maintains this, this status as a special wine in part because of the rules for making it. Yeah, in 1936, uh, it was given an AOC, or an Appellation d'Origine Contrôlée, which is our acronym of the day. This controlled designation of origin label means that it is produced in certain parts of five departments in France, and a regulatory authority sets the yearly rules on how much is made, how much is stocked, which, uh, which producers must follow if they actually want their uh, wine to be called Champagne. So it's all in the name, really. It is, indeed. Um, it, globally, over 120 nations recognize, with the notable exception of Russia and uh, partially the United States, that this champagne label, therefore, uh, it has become a gauge of quality uh, uh, and thus the higher price, that, of, uh, the higher price of many other wines. It's important for the vignerons of Champagne to maintain the value of the product Champagne, because que... Un champagne qui n'est pas cher, ça peut paraître aussi un champagne qui n'est pas bon. Now, uh, every year, around 200,000 people are hired to pick grapes uh, for wine in France during the Vendanges or Harvest, and many of those pickers are in the, the region, the Champagne region. Yeah, and to be exact, 100,000 workers are needed for Champagne alone. Now, finding these seasonal hires is not easy, with some wineries relying on retirees. Les jeunes ont d'autres préoccupations, euh, voilà. Ça se fait facilement, surtout avec un temps pareil, c'est l'idéal. On est quand même dans un cadre superbe hein et le temps s'y prête aussi, donc euh, voilà, c'est une belle expérience. Now, as fun as these harvests can be, they can also be dangerous uh, due occasionally to squalid conditions by employees, but also because of the elements. Half a dozen people died this year while harvesting during a heat wave, and climate change is adding to the difficulties of the job. Effectivement, on va avoir des saisons qui vont être différentes chaque année maintenant. Il faut s'y attendre. Donc, euh, le but, c'est euh, tout ce qu'on peut prendre cette année. Voilà. Si la qualité au rendez-vous, il euh, faut, faut vraiment assurer. Uh, Solange, there's a set limit of bottles that can be produced when it comes to champagne. What happens to the extra? Well, quite simply, it is destroyed or... What a, a waste. A, yeah, I know, what a waste. And distilled into other things. This year, some 200 million euros was allocated to turn the unsold wines, including champagne, into things like perfume and hand sanitizer.
The leftover, uh, the extra production on top of what's required by the market, always go to the distillery and is de destroyed. For control reasons, any grape that does not end up producing champagne will be recycled into something else, like bioethanol, for example. Now, setting production limits is far from an exact science, especially with champagne, because it can take up to three years to produce. For example, during COVID, uh, sales tanked, but then last year demand surged with a record 6.3 billion euros in global revenue. This to meet demand, especially for exports. Reserves had to be used this year so far with inflation. There's been a bit of a dip in the numbers, but producers are quite optimistic. And I thought, Solange, the French were drinking less. Well, they are. Uh, since the 1960s, uh, on average, uh, in the 1960s, rather, uh, on average, a French person drank 128 liters of wine a year. That's the equivalent of three to four glasses a day. Now, it is a third of that or about a glass a day. This is in part thanks to decades of prevention campaigns, one of which we're about to see now. <laughs> Now, drinking responsibly, as, or as they say in French, en modération, or in moderation, is essential. So consumers have become pickier, and Champagne has managed to maintain its image of just that, an oh-so-festive, sparkling treat that you drink every once in a while. Solange, thank you very much for that. Solange Mujante with French Connections. And if you'd like to check out other episodes of French Connections, do visit our website, france24.com. 1966.